However, after listening to him bitch about how much it was going to cost to rebuild and refurnish the place, I decided, in the spirit of idiocy, to settle for an even 50-50 split. Still, my portion of the settlement has made for a nice early Christmas present, and for the first time in months, my bank account is flush while I try to decide how to invest the funds. David is using his half to rebuild the house, albeit a smaller scaled-down version of the original. Unfortunately, my newfound freedom doesn't help my situation with Hurley. Thanks to cuts in the Wisconsin state budget and a few shady dealings by some cops and evidence techs in Milwaukee, a lot of job titles and duties were eliminated, merged, and otherwise shuffled recently, mine included. Instead of being a deputy coroner, I now bear the hefty title of medical legal death investigator. Though it sounds fancier, it's basically the same job I was doing before, except now our office works more closely with the police department, both with the collection and processing of evidence and with the overall investigation. We each provide oversight to the other. In a way, this is a good thing for me, because it means I get to spend more time with Hurley and I can legitimately do what I've always done, be nosy and get into everyone else's business. But because we're basically serving as watchdogs for one another, it also means there can't be any hints of fraternization or situations that might cause conflicts of interest. Bottom line, in order to keep my job, I can't date Hurley. And despite my recent windfall, I want to keep my job. I enjoy it. I'm good at it and the majority of my money from the divorce settlement needs to be earmarked for retirement. While I can't date Hurley, there's nothing that says I can't continue to place myself in strategic positions for observation whenever he has to bend over. And I do so as often as I can during our scene processing, admiring the long, lean lines of his back and a pair of buns that look like they could crack open an oyster. I know these musings aren't healthy and I'll have to pick myself up, dust myself off and get back into the dating scene at some point. It's not something I look forward to. The one date I've had so far turned out to be an unmitigated disaster, and the man is now living and sleeping with my mother. Speaking of dusting off, I feel and look like a chimney sweep by the time we get Jack's body back to the morgue. I opt to take a quick shower before heading into the autopsy suite. Stripping down in the shower room, I make the mistake of glancing in the full-length mirror to check out my new tan lines. In a few days, Hurley and I will be traveling to Daytona Beach to attend a two-day educational seminar on advances in forensics, one of the requirements of my new job description. Though I failed to inherit my mother's tiny, trim figure, I did get her fair coloring, blue eyes and blonde hair. My normal skin tone is quite pale. Along with my height and my size 12 feet, it earned me the nickname of Yeti in high school.